Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the uh, last episode of season one of the Americana Station podcast. Uh, it's been a joy to bring you all these songwriters all year long. Um, there's a lot more to come next year. I'm really excited about it. Um, first out uh, first out of the gate next year will be Stephen Dunn, a good friend of mine who I've done some extensive touring with. Um, and uh, we got a lot of really cool things going on next year. Going to get a lot of really cool people on the podcast. Uh, excited about season two. But here at the end of the year, um, I have a new resolution I want to make for uh, 2019, and that is to get you the podcast on time. Uh, I apologize. I'm about uh, a week late on uh, getting Nick Nace's podcast out, but um, with the holiday season and everything going on, I've uh, been pretty slammed with things and uh, just kind of procrastinated. But 2019, we're going we're gonna to be a little bit different. We're going to do a little bit better job of... Uh, getting you the podcast in a timely manner hopefully um but i just want to thank you so much for all of your support um for everyone who's been following and uh and commenting on itunes and stitcher and soundcloud and uh sharing with your friends that means the world to me and i'm I'm very thankful for that um we're just here to to tell stories that's what we do as songwriters and um just having you uh listen to our stories and listen to our process uh means the world to all of us i know um also, uh, we have a special guest with Nick Nace this time, uh, Mr. Hercules the cat. He just would not shut the heck up. So uh, if you hear a cat meowing in the background of this episode, that's uh, my roommate's cat, Hercules. Uh, he just wanted to be on the podcast really bad. We actually had to, uh, <laughs> I've never had to do so many takes of the song at the end like uh, this time, but I think we did like four takes because he kept running out and meowing in the middle of the song and ruining uh, Nick's take. But um <laughs> Uh, I hope you enjoy this last podcast of the year. Um, 2018 has been an incredible year for this podcast. It's been an incredible year for me and uh, meeting all these amazing people that have been on. Um, I just want to thank all uh, all 12 guests that have been on. And we're going to have uh, hopefully more than 12 new ones next year. Um, and uh, I just want to thank you once again for following. And uh, if you don't follow, we are uh, at... Americana Station on Instagram and uh, Facebook.com slash Americana Station and uh, on the seldom used Twitter at America Station. Um, you can also follow me personally on at Will Payne Harrison on Instagram at Will P. Harrison on Twitter and uh, Facebook.com slash Will Payne Harrison. Um, make sure you also follow Nick Nace, uh, who is, I believe, uh, Nace Nick on Instagram and on um, Nick Nace on most other things. That's N-A-C-E. All right. Without further ado, here is Nick Nace on the Americana Station podcast. All right. I'm here with uh, Nick Nace live on the podcast. How are you doing, Nick? I'm doing great, man. How are you doing? Pretty good. We got um, good. the election status going on in the background, quietly on mute. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, an interesting day. We're on the uh, edge of our seats over here, <laughs> trying to figure Literally. out what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what have you been up to, man? You've been doing a lot of touring. Yeah, like the summer was pretty, pretty intensive, but uh, you know, slowing down a little bit for the winter. But uh, yeah, it was a pretty solid year touring. Yeah, yeah that same thing kind of happened with me. Um, I think I just started getting tired of touring. You know, towards the end of the year, <laughs> yeah. didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, it's hard, man. It's hard and lonely, you know. It's yeah. <laughs> so I've been like going out with more friends, and that makes yeah. it a lot more fun, because um, you don't get that sharp 
hard introspection. Right. <laughs> Too much time alone. And yeah, yeah. Self-loathing kicks in. Yeah, and then doing like a little shorter weekend kind of stuff kind of keeps me more interested. But um, yeah, I think it's anything. It's, you know, it comes and goes. You want to <laughs> do a hard for a bit and then you need to like put it in the corner and write or something. For yeah. A while and go back to it. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, ebbs and flows. You come back to it and um it's been similar for me so um i did want to talk about your new you've got a new album you just finished a kickstarter yes um, i finished kickstarter um we haven't started recording yet but we should be getting on that train in a couple weeks wow um, that's quick i hope so yeah and uh latham john latham will he's going to be producing it for me nice and uh so it should be i'm really excited to see see how it turns out <laughs> how many songs do you have like way more songs than you need or is it like right at the um i mean i would love to do like t like have 10 or 11 on the record but i think we're, we might try to do like 14 and just see which ones work out the best yeah um i think that's the plan <laughs> but I, yeah there's like 14 that we could pick from but i think i know which ones i want anyway but yeah sometimes they just don't turn out how you think you right know? yeah <laughs> you get in there reason. and it <laughs> takes a left turn uh-huh yeah something ends up that you didn't expect so you're recording in town yeah um i think i believe we're gonna do it over at the cafe rooster shed if you're familiar they it's like uh uh like brian wright and sally jay's house no uh, i'm not familiar oh they they run like john's and darren on this little kind of boutique label called cafe rooster okay and they have a just a very modest little recording studio in the backyard, and they were kind enough to let us use it. So awesome! Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to get in there. Yeah, full <laughs> band, like yeah. I, I think we're gonna do it piece by piece, but ultimately we'll have a full band sound. Maybe not on every track, but yeah. definitely brushes and drums and some double bass and some, you know. Some maybe flourish. some electric maybe maybe some electric maybe yeah. i think so but you know gets get crazy here and yeah. there but but i think we're gonna try to keep it real simple and spare and you know folky right <laughs> that makes sense yeah i gotta be what i am you know <laughs> so who are some of your influences uh when chris was on the podcast he said um steve goodman oh yeah i love steve goodman yeah i mean i'm really into prine yeah you know, and steve goodman like the chicago dudes yeah um but then i love you know like dylan and yeah leonard cohen and, and towns and all the texas all the texas guys yeah. mostly <laughs> like it's hard guy pressed to find a bad one yeah <laughs> uh yeah guy and steve earl and blaze Foley blaze, and yeah. all those guys um and then, but then I'm like kind of, you know, and then I'm into like New York sixties folk scene and, and then, yeah. you know, like for songwriter people, that's kind of who I look into. Am I crazy or were you in New York for a while? Yeah. I lived there for years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I remember when I first met you, I thought that you'd said you'd just come from New York. Yeah. I was there for 17 years. Really? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> Did you see the uh, John Prine show at the Ryman? I last month no i caught him at the basement oh in the spring yeah. when he did that one but yeah I, I how did you get tickets to that i did not have tickets 
<laughs> we <laughs> snuck in. I kind you know I don't know I'm I'm sure she wouldn't mind but uh like me and a few friends just showed up and we're like uh like we're just gonna stand here and look pathetic and then uh you know they happened to know someone like who worked for him and she sucked sauce outside and took pity on us and brought us inside wow <laughs> that's lucky it was super lucky and i didn't really think it would happen but i it, it turned into a, a great night <laughs> man that must have been a really good show did he have his full band he had a f- full band like uh um you know, like steel and uh, yeah, the whole deal. Drum space. That's great. Yeah, I saw him when I saw him at the Ryman. He had yeah, pedal steel and all that. And uh, but we got these this like corner, like all the way to the left at the bottom, and there's like a, a huge uh, like pillar pol- pillar <laughs> right in front of the stage. So like, not only are you can you only see like John Prine and no one else, but then there's a pillar, <laughs> so you can have to turn your head left oh, and right. Oh man, that's a bummer. Yeah, <laughs> but it sounded great. So yeah. The, the Ryman's great, uh, mostly. Mostly, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was built for uh, uh, worship, so perhaps uh, yeah, the, <laughs> they didn't the need to see. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess so. <laughs> the but, Holy Spirit's everywhere. You don't right. need to stare it's on the stage. En- the entire place is filled <laughs> with the spirit of rock and mm-hmm. whatever. But yeah, it was a great show. Um, oh, I'm a big fan. Love, yeah. Love Prime. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I was going to go somewhere else with that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You said, um, like, Blaze and Guy and all the, mm-hmm. the Texas guys. Um, did you see that Blaze movie? Yeah, I went and saw it at the Bell Court. It was cool, with a little introduction by Ethan Hawke himself. Oh, really? Um, oh, you saw that? I didn't get the Q&A that was sold out, but they, they had, like, the last show of the night had a little introduction, so they yeah. did, like, a little five-minute spiel before and it was and it was uh all of them um the names are eluding me at the moment like ben uh ben hickey is that his name who played blaze um we can fact check that and you can like you can splice it in it'll be like what's his name (laughs) ben hickey (laughs) it'll just be an overdub of me (laughs) yeah yeah um but they they were all there and it was cool (laughs) i was like yeah it was pretty and I, i really liked the movie too it wasn't like you know, it wasn't heavy handed, which is nice. That's good. I, uh, it was only in at Belcourt for a couple of weeks, so I didn't get to see it, but I, I've seen Duct Tape Messiah, the, uh, yeah, biopic. And like, I was on tour with a buddy and he happened to have it and we put it on and I was just like, holy crap, I got to check this guy out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember who turned me on to Blaze Foley, but it wasn't until I moved to town. Yeah. And then I definitely had like a phase like yeah. there was like a six month blaze phase. You could say phase. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, definitely. Because uh, someone I just remember someone being like, oh, yeah, like he doesn't even have a studio album. Like, it's yeah. just like I guess they discovered it finally. But like at the time it was like. Like really you know, shitty demos. Yeah, it was just like these like live shows. Yeah. That were just kind of like all over the place and i was like this is amazing yeah <laughs> yeah it's his great. story is crazy too it is crazy yeah go watch the movie for sure people yeah I, two thumbs up so um as far as songwriting goes do you like um draw inspiration um from like 
you know friends locally or just like all, are you like what what have you been listening to that's like been kind of like influencing you as far as like maybe the new album or oh um well you know that's a good question like you know newer stuff i don't know if it's influence influencing me so much how the album will come out but like yeah you know like super in like moreland and stuff lately you know oh yeah you know he's great um but i think like as far as the record goes i think it's probably going to be more of like a I, the idea is to go for more of like a classic okay. like 70s songwriter sound like okay. 70s folky yeah. kind of production values okay. uh, i think that's the idea <laughs> Some like 12 strings on there yeah like i feel like i think so like i feel like like jim croce's name's been tossed around a lot oh, so okay so i'm, I'm ho- hoping some sort of feel like like kind of that like a throw like everyone does the throwback country record but yeah. I, I want to do like the throwback, throwback. folk record yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be good yeah so uh, ho- hopefully in that vein you know yeah um when you write do you uh do you tip- typically like do a lot of uh, output at once does it take a long time to write or? Uh, yeah i mean yeah i'm sl- i think i'm slow like it, nothing I've never written anything super fast that was any good. Yeah. Um, like maybe once or twice, right. but generally it takes a lot of time and revision and, and so usually I just throw it away and, yeah. <laughs> but I usually have a few things on the go and yeah. then I'll go and then another one will show up. And then when I finish one, I'll just have another one waiting there to go. So there's always like one or two or like, three kind of, in the juggle you know yeah and then one seems to be rise above the other so i focus on that till i, I either hate it or it <laughs> becomes in the repertoire <laughs> do you ever like you're like oh this song sucks and you kind of like you demoed it but you like throw it away you know just to throw it to the side and you come back to it later and you're like dang this song's great yeah once in a while yeah. once in a while usually i'm the opposite really? where i'm like this is great <laughs> and then like a month later i'm like this oh this is a piece of crap <laughs> yeah i get excited i get excitable i guess yeah i think that that's funny because whenever i'm writing i typically will like have a high output week or month and then uh the song that i love the most i end up hating the most and the song that i hated the most i end up loving the most later so you it, gotta like put them away you know sometimes it, it helps to just shove it in the corner for a bit right <laughs> perspective let it stew <laughs> absolutely oh man um so you got some dates coming up you you're going to georgia and the gulf coast um yes i'll be uh in per, in Perdido Key, fl- Florida, which is like kind of next to Orange Beach, Alabama, uh, and they do like a songwriter series there called Sandy Roots. So I usually get down there. I've done it like a couple. Well, this I guess would be like my third time. Um, and then I'll be in Georgia, in Savannah, and uh, the Savannah Songwriter Series and the Red Clay Music Foundry and just with Moist. the Crimson Moon and all the Georgia shows are with Chris Moist okay. and, and this cool. um, uh, talented lady named Emily Otteson. Yeah. You know Emily? I know Emily. Yeah. Um, so we're doing a little run there. Should be fun. <laughs> all together, all three of you mm-hmm. for the whole thing? For three of those shows, yeah. Nice. Um, and then did you say you were going down to the Gulf Coast? Oh, for the Perdido Key thing. Oh, just for the yeah, okay. yeah. I was supposed to go do this. Um, 
Pensacola Songwriters Festival, but unfortunately, uh, due to the hurricane damage, they had to postpone it. So, man, yeah, that's, that's, it sucks. Yeah, it, it's weird that there's a lot of like, um, I guess Florida like songwriter festivals in the the winter. Um, there, there's one that uh, I'm doing in a couple of weeks uh, in Orlando called Folk Yeah. Have oh yeah, I was supposed to do that one, yeah. but I couldn't get down there and like oh it, it was so far and yeah and and uh and i had like some stuff booked like a day or after and i didn't know how to like get back to Make georgia and i was just like i really wanted to go yeah <laughs> it seemed like a fun time yeah do you know mike dunn <laughs> i i just uh my friend you know brian sutherland name sounds familiar he told me about it and then i noticed like the link was up to apply so i applied yeah. and then by the time they got back to me a bunch of other things have popped up unfortunately oh i hopefully i can do it next year yeah, yeah yeah it seems like a cool thing i didn't even know that but it's 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 on its third year and it's a three-day thing now yeah it seems fun be cool um i'm sure there's a lot of gonna be a lot of good people there i, I don't know who the final lineup is but i imagine a, i know a few of them <laughs> yeah yeah my buddy steven dunn is gonna be there i didn't really look at the whole list yet but um i, I think it's there's like a facebook if you look up folk yeah then, yeah uh volume three i think or something like that you can find all the information on it but, oh cool um so you're doing are you doing any more touring next year i know you said you're recording here in a few weeks yeah i'm gonna start recording and then hopefully have that i don't know if we'll get it wrapped up for the holidays but hopefully shortly after um and then i haven't started really booking anything next year yet so Hopefully a big tour after the record comes out and probably something before, but <laughs> as of right now, I'm, I have no idea. Probably back to Texas. I'll be in Texas again in December. Uh, and so I usually get out there every three or four months. So. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever hit up Louisiana? Um, my first time will be in uh, December. Oh, where are you going? Um, playing. Oh, man. It has a crazy name. Like the Country Time Jamboree. All-Star Country. Yeah. Covered Dish Country Jamboree. That's okay. the one. Yeah. I guess I'm like opening it that night. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I've played it. It's oh, yeah. great. Cool. Great. It's um, it's similar to the like Honky Tonk Tuesday. Uh -huh. um, I actually was talking to Joy, who kind of started it, and she said that that's how Honky Tonk Tuesday got started, because some of the guys went down and really loved the oh. vibe, so they came up and started it up here. Oh, man, I hope they like folk singers. <laughs> as long as they can dance, uh -oh. it'll be good. Uh -oh. <laughs> Don't make them sad. Hey, I'm glad I'm the opening act. <laughs> <laughs> no, they have a lot of folk stuff. They have a lot of like, um, like Appalachian and... like. Um, string band and stuff like that it's not as like straight up honky tonk i like got here. you got you yeah um, i don't think my my outfit may not fit in i don't know your outfit <laughs> it's not old timey enough <laughs> oh no you'll be fine um yeah the last time i was there there, there were like some uh people in drag oh, dancing up sounds and, great i love new uh, orleans yeah it's know. that it's just the new orleans version uh, yeah it's, it's got a great vibe to it perfect i love it i'll get them warmed up with some modeling folk tunes <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of like you know um you, you, you whenever in comedy whenever they like you you bring the audience down before you bring them up that's you just, right you'll bring them down down hey i sent them links they know they, get they know <laughs> what they're getting into 
<laughs> no, it's a fun time. Um, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. But that's my first time in New Orleans because New Orleans is not exactly like a singer songwriter town. So. No, it's not. <laughs> so I haven't like been chomping at the bit to play there, but it just kind of worked out. So yeah, it's it's a weird thing. Uh, Louisiana in general, um, I have found pockets of it, and in surprisingly in Baton Rouge, um, some friends like uh, Clay Parker and Jody James are out of there. Okay, um, familiar. No, and. Um, Steve Judy's is awesome. Okay. He's, he's done a, quite a few shows with Guy Clark, actually. Oh, nice. He's awesome. Um, but, yeah, it's like small, small pockets of, uh, like, Louisiana songwriters. Um, yeah, I'll have to make friends with more of them. If <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a cool place in Baton Rouge. Uh, uh, well, there's Harvest Moon listening room, but, oh, my gosh, what's the name of the other one? Uh, Dyson House. Oh, I've heard of that, actually, yeah. yeah. Clint Alfin just played there last month. I think I hit them up, but like usual, I never heard back. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's that's uh, we should unwrap that mystery. Like y- you email, man, I don't know about you, but you email like you know, thirty different venues and like one emails back. Yeah, it's 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 a yeah, it's a numbers game, you know. It's like right. <laughs> if you send out a hundred, you maybe get like fifteen back. Yeah, um, I'm just like I used to be really shy hi kitty i used to be really shy uh uh about like you know following up yeah but now i'm just kind of ruthless about it like oh man like i'm just like i'll wait like a week and then i'll hit you up another week and then i'll wait like five days and then i'll wait like four days yeah i'll wait like two days you know like if i'm really trying to get it going but but you know you're polite you gotta say polite but like 100 emails a day yeah you know yeah. if you're persistent they're it's gonna pushing. respond doing that like canadian like yeah niceness thing yeah just just following just nice, up yeah it's fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh but it's a lot of work dude it's so much work i i hate it research all yeah. that stuff absolutely if anyone wants to start a booking agency <laughs> for yeah. for everyone on the podcast that's been on the podcast, please do. I just look we at, hate it. I just look at where other people play and email there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good tactic. <laughs> I should look into that. Yeah, it's not bad. It works. It's most mostly. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I uh, in another life I w- I had uh, I worked in PR and it's the exact same thing, man. You're hitting a, it's you're just hitting up the the media, right and nudging them like mm-hmm. ever so nicely yeah every few weeks yeah it's like hey yeah listen to this or yeah put put this on your magazine or whatever right <laughs> i would not want to um i would not want to do that and segue are you going to be doing some pr on your uh album do you know um i would like to you know it's i feel like it's a necessary evil somewhat but yeah um it depends how much I spend on making the record. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then hopefully can find someone, you know, reliable and cost effective. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. That's another thing that you have to like look at your friends who've had like some su- successful uh, mm-hmm. campaigns and be like, hmm. It, it it's definitely seems like one of those things where it doesn't matter how, you know, like the more expensive it is doesn't mean it's better. You know, like I've definitely yeah. heard people who've used more modest one, uh, ones and they were just, you know, they went just as well. So, it's yeah, <laughs> it's like it's more about the relationships they have with the different mm-hmm. media people. Yeah. 
but yeah um yeah whenever uh i had chris on the podcast we were talking about how you're just ubiquitous in east nashville like i think <laughs> me I, yeah <laughs> i guess i should have listened to it <laughs> oh yeah you need to listen to the podcast man we were i'm an asshole i'm yeah. sorry <laughs> <laughs> it's all good we we're talking so much shit about you yeah. go back and listen well that's yeah. nice of him to say yeah we were just saying like you're you're all over the place and no he said nice things you know just that you like really supporting your friends he's and, horrible don't listen <laughs> <laughs> no i mean well that's nice of him to say i, I you know i if, if i try to like you know I, I, it's hard man i like to play shows with my friends and you know yeah, yeah. i like to you know i don't like to book a ton of big nights but i like to do those little songwriter nights and like pretty low pressure and like that's fun to get up and do yeah for me you know um uh, is that a steady thing that you're doing the madison guild it's kind of whenever i get the notion like there's no because i guess they have a different host every week oh, okay um and so i don't you know i don't know how they decide or who they ask but they're nice enough that when i email them be like i'd love to do one like next month or the, and then they'll usually be like we have next week available <laughs> oh yeah one of those things and then i'm like great and then i just do it but i did one right before americana fest this year and, oh, it, yeah. and it went really well and i think i want to make that like a yearly like americana, -Americana fest, fest eve thing you know yeah. and like it was really fun that was probably like the biggest one we've done so yeah there were so many people there yeah it was, it was packed out and, and it was that was the only time I, we've done bands like oh, okay. I've, I've booked bands like i think i think chris may have played with a band or two before but it's always been very small and low-key that was like the most official <laughs> we've done it <laughs> who, who else was playing that night um folk uh Volk they're and, great um, listen to them uh, mercy. mercy mercy bell, bell and yeah. jamie harris jamie harris okay. kick things off she's great all super talented great lineup yeah. yeah did you do any other americana fest i <laughs> i got salty no one asked me to play anything and then i like booked a tour to florida <laughs> oh, got out of time. i don't know i'm kidding but like I, I got the opportunity to go to florida and, and then make a little money so i did yeah. that but i, I kind of bookended it i came back on the last day on the saturday yeah and did uh like saw lily hyatt at the basement east and okay which was uh great i love her <laughs> yeah she she played like uh the sunday thing um i wanted to go but i was feeling a little under the weather yeah um uh, like uh, named after her cat i believe it was like uh like something fest last sunday did you go oh no oh no, i thought no, you were talking about americana fest. oh oh no. no no oh that was that fond object fond object yeah. i missed that one yeah. but on uh this sunday just passed they did a little uh she did this backyard Oh, uh, like kind of similar thing um, that she hosted and was uh, super cool. I hear, but I, I couldn't go, oh. <laughs> but she's great. That's a bummer. How how often are you out of town? I feel like every time I look at your uh, social media, you're out of town. On a, a I love to be out of town. Yeah. I love to be in town, but yeah. I love traveling, you know, um, so often like at least once a month. Yeah. Um, generally, you know, or twice a month or hard to say like I'll, if i end up in canada my family's up there i'll stay like a little longer just to didn't you just stuff. go to canada recently yeah uh, yeah in october october yeah did you play any gigs or? i did one um and usually i'll do like one or two in the summer i did a, a few and that was i never really did a run up there and it was fun um 
played in some towns I'd never been in Ontario. It was a good time. <laughs> Did you? So you said you were in New York for 17 years. So you basically left when you were a teenager. Yeah, right out of high school, yeah. like a crazy person, and moved <laughs> to New York and went to like theater school. Then was like, this isn't for me. <laughs> oh, okay, so so let's back up a little bit and unfold that. So you were in <laughs> Ontario until you were you graduated high school, about eighteen years old. Yeah, yeah. Were you doing songwriter stuff? In, no, no, not till you moved. I like it. I was dabbling with guitar. Okay, but I wasn't couldn't really play it very well. Um, You're like learning ACDC riffs. Not that stuff. I can now, but like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, no, you know, yeah, I was learning like Ramones songs. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, so I went to New York and was playing guitar the whole time by like doing theater school. It that was, was what you went for. For a few years. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> and then you just kind of got, did you like start getting into the songwriter scene in New York? Yeah, like I, I kind of, did the like uh you know the theater thing for a few years and then um i uh was just just playing and like messing around and then eventually i liked doing that so much more yeah that i just was <laughs> like kind of fade the acting faded away was I, it like musical theater theater or just theater? no because i wasn't like that comfortable dancing or singing on stage at the time oh, okay. like i just did like kind of theater you know or like kind of like improv and stuff like that i liked a lot too but um and then i there's this place in new york called the sidewalk cafe and and that's where like the moldy peaches started and regina specter and um some acts like that and um and that was kind of the place to to start yeah and uh they had this open mic every monday hosted by this guy named latch so like i remember like just showing up to this open mic you know like i was in this like i started this folk duo with this woman named ann yeah we called ourselves a brief view of the hudson a brief view of the hudson Mm -hmm. and we would go and we would go sit at this open mic and you'd and like it would start at you'd have to get there at seven but if you got like number 40 you wouldn't play it at like two in the morning Uh, it was like that kind of and then you'd get like one song you know so you're there all night to like play your one song and i remember getting up there Cord got pulled out of the DI, and it was just like uh, this was just a <laughs> train wreck. That was like the first time performing. <laughs> I, I, the first time doing that, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it, it was crazy. But then eventually we we started going a lot more. And Man, my first better. open <laughs> mic, uh, there was uh, my friend who ended up being the drummer in my band later. Um, did a song with his friend, like a blues number, and they had a strict no cover policy and the, the guy hosting stopped him mid song and said, that's a cover. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> no, it's not. It's an original. And they had a fight and I was supposed to go on next. And I was like, this is awkward. So wow. that was, that was my first open mic experience. That's this guy like, fighting. <laughs> and was it, a, did it end up being an original? It was an original. It was an original. Yeah, it was just yeah. a one, four, five blues. Song. Yeah. Well, it's like, yeah, man. I mean, it's as original as anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, you know, a borrowed melody, but you know. Yeah. That's, that's original. <laughs> in, in folk circles. That's yeah. original. <laughs> right. Yeah. When you're doing folk, you know, it's all about the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, um, 
so how long did you stay in New York before you started traveling out? Well, I'd had this band in New York that uh, that aforementioned briefly the Hudson. We didn't. We were together like ten or more years. Oh, okay. And we toured a little. Like we did Europe and we did some East Coast stuff. But it was just we didn't have a car and we lived in New York and oh. and it was like it didn't. I always was trying to tour, but like it was just it just couldn't work there very well. And then, um, and then uh, Anne got married and moved uh, back to Texas shortly after. And then I left Nashville not too long after that, or left before Nashville not too long after that. And then with the express goal of touring a lot. And so, like, I guess probably that was like what four years ago. Uh, it'll be three in three. January. And I guess I went on my first tour in September of that year yeah um so i guess yeah like you know eight months later and then yeah. I, then i've just been kind of doing it steady since then yeah i remember the first time i met you was at bobby's idol hour oh yeah we <laughs> shared a round right and um good I was memory like, yeah yeah <laughs> i was like damn this guy sounds like you know yeah guy clark or oh thank uh, you john prine or whatever definitely could hear the influence and uh I played there a lot when I first got. To, that was the first place I played when I came to town. Bobby that, that might have been the first time it may, you were brand new to town. Maybe, yeah. It was. That was a crazy. It is a crazy place. It is because, like, most of the stuff that you, you, like you don't know who you're getting in around with, and most no. of it's pretty it, hit or miss. It, it, yeah, yeah. It can. <laughs> it's hit or miss. It can be. It, it's very open to uh, uh, people starting out you know yes, so yeah. it's like definitely you'll get some gems but you know once once in a while you will but <laughs> yeah. i just i like the, i love the old timer guys there yeah like those are my they were they would never like tell you that they liked your song they would just like start talking to you like yeah. <laughs> that was their way of like they were just i don't know it was just these kind of old school dudes that was like all right i like that you know yeah yeah <laughs> I was like, oh, if I can get something right. Yeah, I know. If they're actually listening. Uh -huh. They only had like two, you know, two beer types. Glass bottle only, no draft. It's, yeah, absolutely. That was. A, I think they're closing, though. I've heard that for a while now. I, I believe they have their lease till, I don't know, sometime next year or the year after. Oh, okay. And then they're done, I believe. You're not, are you going to do any more... Uh, you know, last sets at Bobby's. <laughs> you know, days. I haven't been in a while, <laughs> yeah. um, but I would definitely uh, go back anytime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could literally probably just walk in there and play a set, you know. What's, there's like that, like Todd Snyder story. Like it's, you know, where he's he's there with like Billy Joe Shaver and like someone pulls it like a, like a knife or a gun on Todd while he's out front bobby's idol hour really yeah like i don't know the whole story but like that <laughs> with billy joe shaver yeah so it's like and you know billy joe shaver shot a guy so it's like yeah <laughs> you gotta be careful if you're pulling anything yeah billy joe <laughs> i've been getting into to billy joe lately um mm -hmm. there's a show on netflix with norm mcdonald and oh, yeah, his I last that. Yeah, yeah. Did, you, did you see the episode oh yeah yeah his last guest was billy joe shaver and um i had never really gotten into him that much he's a character crazy i love him yeah but he's like super <laughs> Shot him like, right between the mother and the fucker <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> but then he's also like really religious. He's like such uh -huh. an enigma. He is. Yeah. Yeah, and he used to do like a lot of drugs. Yeah. Well, that's what they're saying on the show. They said uh, um, whenever he was on tour with like Willie and and all of those guys, that they would just be like, "Give it to Billy." If they didn't know what the drug <laughs> yeah. was yet. Yeah, he's a madman. But he he's written some good tunes. I you know I didn't. Like I didn't really ever, I'd never really heard of him until I moved here either. Yeah. And but I quickly got on board. But I didn't realize, uh, you know, I didn't know that he wrote a lot of those Waylon Jennings tunes. Yeah. Uh, uh, which is pretty crazy, you know. Like most of that honky tonk hero stuff is right. Like Joe Schaefer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was saying he didn't get a lot of credit on even some songs. Um, he mentioned some. I couldn't remember mm. which ones they were because he just didn't care. Right. <laughs> Oh, Billy. That's crazy. <laughs> he's probably regretting it now. But I've had I've known a few people who've opened for him, and they say he's a pretty cool guy. So I like yeah. to hear that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So <laughs> somebody pulled a knife on Todd Snyder, and, and yeah, I don't know the rest of the story, but I know it happened in front of uh, Bobby's Idol Hour. <laughs> wow. But this is Bobby's Idol Hour. That's actually, as far as I know, the second location. Okay. I don't. The other one was like close by to there, but yeah. Yeah. Um, did you ever play Charlie Bob's? One time. Once. One time. Yeah. And then it closed like a month later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I loved it. We may have played the same time then because I remember when that happened. Yeah. That was a great one too. Like mm -hmm. all the like cool spots that are just, well, I, D's is great now. At least we have D's. Yeah. D's is my hang. Yeah. <laughs> That's my go-to. I miss Family Wash. That yeah, was, sometimes I'm just like, oh, I'd love to just get some food and see some yeah. music. Oh, wait, Family Wash is gone. Family Wash <laughs> is gone. It is a bummer. But, yeah, D's is great. It's just so far out there. Well, especially from this side of town. Yeah. You know, it's, a, it's a hike. Yeah, I'm down in South Nashville. It's, <laughs> yeah. quite, it's like probably 30 minutes from here. At least, yeah. 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 If, with no traffic. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but D's is great. It's like a good songwriter hang. Like you'll see, yeah. just run into people there. It's cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's where I talked to you about the podcast. You and Chris Watts were hanging out at the bar. Mm -hmm. I was like, hey, I got this new podcast. You should come on. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for having me. Yeah, glad to have you. Yeah. Um, do you think that um, you are well enough to sing a song? I can or try. You want to try? Yeah, we can try for sure. Let's do it. Let's, okay. Let's, uh, let's do it. Your song. The sun drips through the window She steps lightly up the stairs All that she's got on Bedroom eyes and bedroom hair she slips under the white duvet and moves closer to get warm. Last night, a foggy memory is another day is born. And I've woken up too many times like this. On my lips, another strangest kiss. And I get back every rendezvous. If tomorrow I could wake up next to you She talks sweetly about nothing As I pretend to follow along I laugh in the right places Give my head a little nod 
But you'll never have your green eyes And that's my cross to bear You're the blood in my stream And blissfully unaware Well, I've woken up too many times like this On my lips, another strange kiss And I get back every rendezvous if tomorrow I could wake up next to you There's a laundry list I've got too much age and you got too much beauty This love's a worn-out secret, a shadow lost in the wind And I'll turn back to her as you turn back to him And the sun drips through the window, she steps lightly up the stairs All that she's got on her bedroom eyes in bedroom hair she slips under the white duvet so well again and small I guess a little bit of love is better than none at all And I've woken up too many times like this On my lips another stranger's kiss And I give back every rendezvous if tomorrow I could wake up next to you If tomorrow I could wake up next to you <laughs> We're gonna take it <laughs> Since this is the last episode of the season, um, I'm going to take a little bit more time to thank everyone that has been on. Uh, Caleb Edwards and Yasmeen, um, Fawn Larson, Chris Moyes, Clint Alfin, Lauren, um, Nick Nace, of course, um, Jason Hawk Harris, uh, Underhill Family Orchestra. Um, I think I nailed everyone. If I missed someone, I'm sorry. Um, but just want to thank you all so much for uh, taking the time out to uh, just tell us your process and be a part of the show um oh yeah the arcadian wild um dave's highway um jellyman's daughter adrian and meredith um and um the barefoot movement as well from the americana uh, live americana fest live episode um we've had a lot of really good people on this podcast so far and um we're going to have a lot more good ones next year. Um, there's a lot of really cool things going on. Um, I am going to be recording an album in uh, March with the Rayo brothers um, from Lafayette, Louisiana. There's some good friends of mine uh, that go back to when I was living down there. And uh, we used to play shows together all the time. And really excited to have uh, Jordan Ardwan and Jesse Rayo, Jim McGee, um, who is not in the Rayo brothers, but is a good 
friend of mine, great guitar player, and Lance Callahan are all going to be on the record. Um, I'm really excited about having some Louisiana boys up in Nashville for that. Uh, we'll be recording with Wired Bird Productions. That's Brett Stewart at uh, the Sound Shelter in March. Um, what else is going on? We've got some national tours coming on next year. Um, I'll actually be touring with the Rayo Brothers for their album release. They just released a record on uh, Nouveau Electric Records, um, which is uh, going to be coming out also in March the, when we release that album. The dates will be all announced on January 11th, so stick around for that. Um, we'll be re- releasing all the dates that uh, for that tour uh, as long as as well as some uh, solo dates that I'm doing with them as my backing band as well. Um, doing some shows with Kyle Keller out of Gainesville, Florida. Um, we got uh, some shows with Eric Bolander that are t- that's happening. Uh, the first show of the year will be January 11th at True Music here in Nashville. Um, I also have uh, January 23rd. I'll be playing with uh, Heidi Buck and Graciela Jean at the Five Spot. You can check out all of my information at willpaintharrison.com. And um, thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me. Please uh, make sure you follow and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, whatever uh, app you're using. Uh, make sure to just give us a little follow and a like. And if you do anything uh, for sharing, um, social media is always a great way to share. But um, I think it's even more important to share, you know, face-to-face with someone hey do you listen to podcasts check out uh americana station they're doing some great stuff with some local and uh even regional songwriters you know we got uh kelsey may that's one of the people i forgot kelsey may from evermore nest out of new orleans uh, was on the podcast just a couple episodes ago and uh so we're going to be doing a lot more of that regional um we'll probably try to have eric bolander on the show um as well and uh just getting more and more connected with these songwriters that are uh, living and breathing in the genre of Americana, folk, blues. Um, Thank you so much for your support again. I'm very thankful for it, and uh, we'll see you next year for Season 2 of Americana Station. Sleeping in the ground tonight I'm sleeping in the ground